You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumer. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumer. Mary, it was a terrible day. Uh, the uh, attacks, the explosions uh, in Kabul, uh, you know, it seems to be still increasing the number of people hurt and uh, and injured. I, I got to tell you, I do not get uh, briefings from the United States government intelligence, but you didn't have to be on the inside to be hearing over the last couple of days that the government was anticipating exactly this happening. Were you surprised at all? No. I mean, they... Biden telegraphed it the other day and even gave us a new name to be terrified of, which is ISIS-K. I know. We learned so much stuff. You know, two yeah. years ago, we never heard of COVID. And now we know it and we know ISIS-K. Yeah, it's ISK, I guess. ISK? Uh, I, I, I thought it, it was like ISK? ISIS-Kabul. I don't think that's it. No, I, I don't think it's Kabul even. I think it might be. I don't know. But, you know, I mean, just, in fact, I was thinking and I sent to Noah like a WTF, ISIS-K. And it's like, yeah, just, you know, groups set on, you know, creating chaos. And that they did. Because, well, they did. Yeah, I'm sure. Go ahead. I know. I just because it's a very tough moment for the United States? Like, do you stay and keep trying to get people out, which is what Biden said that they're going to do. They're going to finish the mission. But, you know, this is what he was afraid of, which is that he was putting U.S. lives at risk by accomplishing this mission, excuse me, and that was 12 soldiers killed today. That's a lot. It's terrible. It's a lot and he continues to hold strong on this. I'm gonna say a really crappy thing and I'm gonna apologize ahead of it. And people can tell me you're partisan, you cannot get over how much you hate Donald Trump. But one of the things I thought today is the only way to make this worse is make Donald Trump president for this event. Is that really cruddy? <laughs> well, I, I think you're probably not the only person who had that thought, including maybe Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you may be right. I mean, because... I think that he, if he had any self-awareness, he would know it's not, it wouldn't have been better if he was there. But as I listened to the news today, and I did hear coverage on and off all day, and they were, Biden was supposed to meet with the new prime minister of Israel. He told him, no, I can't. We'll try to do that tomorrow. Yeah. And they spent the day huddled in the White House trying to figure out what to do, I thought to myself, why does anybody want that job? I mean, yes, this, these are the consequences. This, this today was a consequence, but all that of these are the consequences of decisions that have been made for the last 20 years during the Trump presidency, and then that Biden made. I mean, he, and things, funny thing, I just listened to his press conference and um, it was actually the Fox News reporter saying, you know, you said the buck stops here. Are you accountable? And Biden says, yes, but. 
And that for me is the wrong answer. I would like him to say, yes, these deaths are on my hands and leave it at that. Because to go back to, we didn't have deaths when for the last 18 months because Trump had cut a deal with the Taliban. Okay, so what? This is, this is today. And this is, was a predictable outcome. And some other people can be at fault, but you wanted the job of president and you happen to be president right now. And I'd add to that, I mean, this is just pure politics, but the American people, it's like the Harry Truman effect, although it wasn't true while he was president, he was fiercely unpopular. But as years have gone on, people have grown to admire Truman and what they admire the most was him creating that phrase, the buck stops here, and him taking full responsibility. Uh, and and for, you know, we talk about a lot about things being to brand. I mean, that's kind of Joe's brand. Do, do the stuff that goes to brand, Joe. Yeah, and I don't know why every time he speaks, he can't help but saying, well, other people, you know, there were other cooks in the kitchen. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah, let it go. You know something about thinking about cooks in the kitchen. There's uh, a song in the musical Hamilton. It's been a while since I've gotten a good musical reference in, but it's kind of a famous one where it talks about the room where it happens, the right. room where it happens. I've really been wondering who is in the room where it happens. Who are the advisors that Joe Biden is really, really listening to? about Afghanistan. Do you have any guesses? No, but that's a great question. I mean, I would guess Secretary Austin's there, which is Secretary of Defense, and Anthony Blinken, right, who's Secretary of State. I mean, they'd have to be. I also um, would guess the Secretary of Homeland Security, just because immigration is under that, you know, under that, uh, his responsibility. And what is that guy's name? I don't even remember. No, I um, forget to. Um, you know, so those would be the secretaries, but there have to be other advisors, you know. Joe Klein, you think? Yes, I think he probably is. I think it's good. Actually, Jen Psaki is doing a press conference right now, and it looks to me like she's been in that room all day because that girl looks beat up, yeah. tired, and frustrated. I'll tell you somebody who I don't, I think maybe physically present, but I don't think as much of a, a real voice in this is the vice president. Maybe I'm total, totally not, wrong on that. No, you. I, I don't know if you're right or wrong, but she's not even in the U.S. You know, she was in um, Vietnam. They uh, Today she was in Guam. I did hear this. So she has been on a secure um, connection while she's been flying. Um, the Situation Room is connected to Air Force Two. So she is part of the discussions. Now, you know, that's not, not her expertise in any way. So, you know, how she gets brought up to speed on that, I'm not sure. I mean, think about when Obama, when they were, that famous picture the night Osama bin Laden was killed and Biden was there and Hillary Clinton was there. And, you know, there's two people with some pretty, um, impressive bona fides in the national security and international sphere. Um, 
But I, I, I have to imagine Biden has other people around him. I just, I don't know if it's well, it, you bring him up, and it's one I've been thinking about. You're Joe Biden. Do you call Barack Obama? I think no. No, really? How come? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he may call him for advice, but I think, um, I don't know. Isn't that so funny? I thought to myself, no, this is Biden's time and he's in control. He is. And I don't give, think he really a, respected how Obama handled yeah. that. So give a courtesy call to Obama, but it's not Obama's thing to call. No, it's, it's Biden's. Because Biden has to be seen as being above politics, especially now. Like, I'm not making these decisions for political reasons. I've got to do what's best for the United States. I believe in what I did. I'm sticking to it. Now it's my story and I'm sticking with it, which he has said. You know, he's not wavered at all on whether he did the right thing about pulling the troops. You know, there's a lot of... um, kickback on why did they abandon Bagram? Why didn't they stay at, keep the air base? Why did they let those prisoners out? These are all decisions, tactical decisions that Biden and his folks made. Right? Military and, folks. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you on the kickback, and this has been big on my mind, the, the Republicans, I'm going to be partisan again here, I know. The Republicans had an opportunity today to go back to what we used to do, our politics stop at our shores, stops at the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. And they could have said, this is terrible. And we as Americans stand behind our troops. We didn't all agree on the way we got into this, but we are 100% behind. Jim Jordan could have come out and done this along with Mo Brooks, we're all together and there'll be a time a month from now for us to talk about the details. But the Afghanistan and the uh, ISIS-Q or ISIS-Z-K should know they're fighting all of America. But they didn't do anything like that. They said, you know what, Joe Biden ought to resign. Oh, excuse me, did you think that your guy should resign when he committed impeachable offenses? when he lied, when he did all these things. You never even thought of that. No, they don't think that, John, because um, first of all, I did hear, oh gosh, now I'm not going to remember who it was, who said Trump did not have the type of crisis or any significant crisis during his entire presidency. And look what's happened to Joe Biden in seven months. I thought that was hilarious because Trump did have, but a lot of them were self-created, you yeah. know what I mean, like firing Comey and all that. But Trump was weirdly lucky. Now, he didn't do anything like he, you know, he was, he didn't like being in Afghanistan, but he didn't do a troop withdrawal, so he didn't have to deal with the consequences of that. And the only really significant, serious thing that happened during his presidency was COVID. So... But they're seeing that now is that's because he was so good at his job. And I don't know, John, maybe there's something to that. Maybe, you know, like they say, the crazy man theory of history, like nobody really wanted to bother us because they didn't know what Trump was going to do. I guess that's possible. 
Um, but it doesn't answer the question or the issue you just raised, which is, is it, does it do any harm to anyone to support the United States and its troops? And if that means supporting Biden for the moment, for today, say, you know, I don't agree with Joe Biden on much, but I do agree that we are the United States of America and we stand together. And we stand together. And today there are 12 dead Marines and we're going to stand together with them in addition to all the other terrible casualties. And this country is going to be focused on getting our people out of Afghanistan. You know, I heard uh, uh, this morning, Senator Ben Sass and others, you know, going through these things of, well, you know, maybe we ought to do this and extend the time and put more troops and do all this. No, I think Joe Biden's right. And I accept him. It was going to end someday. I just ended it now. And so all this endless waffling about it, stop it. Just stop it. Now, that doesn't make any of this less terrible. And if I had to guess, this next week, is it roughly, till we come to the 31st, uh, we have not heard the last of it. ISIS-K did not do this and say, oh, well, that ought to handle it. That's, that's okay. Mm. Do you think? No, I think that's, you know, that's a story we'll be dealing with for probably years to come. And it is interesting, John, because um, this goes back to the thing we talk about all the time, which is that leadership matters. Leaders matter. So you hear all these talking heads. You should do this. You should stay. They should retake Bagram. None of it really matters. They can blah, blah, blah all they want because the person the American people decided to give the reins to was Joe Biden. So the only decisions that matter are Joe Biden's decisions. That's all that matters. And, you know, it's like, um, you know, you run a corporation at the end of the day, did it really matter what anyone else thought? No, Mark Zuckerberg, that's the guy you look to. That's who, that's who matters with Facebook. So does it matter, you know, what General H.R. McMaster says, oh, this is terrible, but no, doesn't matter because H.R. McMaster, he's not president. He's not president, and I, I'm going to say this with, I think, some certainty uh, from everything we've heard from Joe Biden. When he found out there were 12 Marines killed today on his watch, he saw 12 faces of, Joe, of Bo Biden. He saw yes. his son over and over again, because we've heard from him that he personalizes these deaths in, in a very deep way. I believe presidents, I believe Lyndon Johnson used to be sad when he heard the, the death results. But, but Joe Biden really deals in personal times. You know, you and I have kind of jokingly compared him to our dad sometimes on the way he'd say things. But dad would have been like that. He would not have understood it in the abstract. He would have seen one of his kids or one of his friends in those, those 12. Right. And that... Well, maybe it goes back to your point. Who wants this job? I know, exactly. That's what I think. Like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to be on city council. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was a tough, tough day. And hopefully things will improve. But I think we've got another tough week ahead of us. I do too. And uh, and for all those people trying to get out, God bless them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. As Tiny Tim would say, God bless them, everyone. <laughs> Talk to Goodbye. You later. 
Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.